Welcome to the Office Flip Flops Podcast. My name is Francesca Zampaglione, and I am an entrepreneur, confidence builder, resilience connoisseur, and a lover of all things coffee. Each week, we'll bring you inspirational people and messages that will guide you to unleashing the best version of yourself. Let's dive in. My friends, Happy New Year. Welcome to the Office Flip Flops podcast. I am Francesca. I am your host, and I am thrilled that you're here. It's a new year. It's a new energy, right? We all have these incredible intentions this time of year, and I love it. So, you know, think of a time when perhaps you were told that you couldn't do a certain thing. Maybe you were in high school. Maybe you were in college. Maybe you were at one point in your career, and someone said, Mm, no, that's not for you. Well, my guest today shares his story. He's part of a community that I really wasn't aware of until my conversation with him. His name is Welby Broadus, and he's legally blind, and he's very passionate about the vision-impaired community, my friends. He's written a book. We talk about it. But what I love is that there's an untapped community out there that can support us and that we can support. And Welby also shares with us a time in his life when he was in high school that he was told he couldn't do something, that he wasn't the right fit, right? I'm not going to give it away too much, but I want you to think about a time when that happened to you. Were you in high school, college, or at some point in your career when someone said to you, "Mm, nah, that's not for you. You're not college material. You're not right for this position or this job. And how did it make you feel, right? Were you driven by that or did it bring you down? So I love to share stories of resilience and Welby is a perfect example of that. So without further ado, my good and new friend, Welby Broadus. Hello, my friends. I have a new friend with me here today to tail in with the new year. His name is Welby. Welby, will you please introduce yourself to the audience? Hi, how you guys doing? My name is Welby Broadus, and I, I'm 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 visually impaired. I'm an author. I'm a small business owner, and I also wrote a book called "Leading Blind Without Vision: The Benefits of Hiring the Blind and Visually Impaired." I love that, Welby, because that is pretty much your mission in life. And I love that you have this book, "Leading Blind Without Vision." What a cool title! And um, you have it on your LinkedIn profile, and I saw it there. It's a beautiful orange book, and it's full of resources. But let's lean into why you do what you do, right? You said you're legally blind, but you're giving back. Your life is of service. So let's share these beautiful things that you get to do in your life and helping others. Um, So one thing, I'm a a small business owner, so I assist individuals who who got dreams of starting a business, have to get their business started. But my really passion is for the blind and vision impaired community. Um, This community, when it comes to employment, we're overlooked all the time. And what people don't realize is that even when the economy is good or bad, our unemployment rate is around 70% all the time, which is very, wow. which is crazy to me, but it is what it is. And so that's my passion. So what I experienced as well, trying to find a job is why I decided to write this book. I love that. Thank you for sharing that, Wobby. It's like, I just want to repeat that because you just said whether the economy is good or bad, the unemployment rate is still sky high at 70%. That is unbelievable. 
So I believe, and I want you to reiterate, like you might have some resources in your book in for what people can do to, you know, tap to, you know, tap into this untapped market, if you will. Yeah. So um, my book is, is, is geared to HR professionals, business executives and business owners. So in the back of the book, I created a section for those 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 individuals, my target audience, to actually tap in with work with their local states or U.S. territories, services for the buying a vision impaired or the vocational rehabilitation center, and I listed all of them for you, all the United all the states and U.S. territories, their address and contact and phone numbers as well. That's such a tremendous resources resource at the end of your book. And, you know, when we were talking previously, you mentioned to me that what employers and business owners need to supply is very little, right? They only have to change a few things to adapt the work environment to those that are vision impaired. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, what a lot of people don't realize is that their operation system, they might be using their job, they use Office or something like that, platforms like that, by law they already have accessibility technology built in. So the company just be, may, just know how, they know how to access that information or, the, or that service that, that the person may need. And a lot right. of times that person who is blind or vision impaired may already know what they need anyway. So they, 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 they'll just go in and do it themselves. Mm, they'll just do it themselves then and not, and not be supported by the employer. Is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is, so like Microsoft office, if you use like windows product, so I use sometimes I use speech to talk when I when I sometimes when I write my book I do speech to talk. I already know right. how to access that, and it's already there. Just you just they just need to be able to use it, and it's as for anybody anyway should be able to have the opportunity to use that even if you're not vision impaired or blind anyway. Right, exactly. We can all use that, um, but you know, again, in in a market where you know where we are today. There's a lot of employers looking for employees. This is a big chunk of talent. And, and if I'm not mistaken, it's across all industries, right? It's not, these people are individual and they do all the things that everybody else would do, correct? Yes. It, it's any, so I, I interviewed this guy doing my book, his name is Bello Seperini, and he he's in a technology, he's blind. And he made a good point. He said, any job that requires the use of a computer Anybody who's blind or vision period is capable of doing. That's so that's, that's that. yeah. any job with someone who's vision impaired is capable. They can do it. Yeah. And everybody job, gets a computer. Yep. Yeah. Any job that requires a computer use, a blind or vision period can do it. Now, I'm not saying it be a truck driver driving something like that, but I'm just saying any job that may okay. require them to actually sit down and use a computer on a daily basis on a job, we're right. capable of doing we're yeah, you're capable of doing it. So that is um, tremendous, you know, and then also when we spoke initially, you had some things that happened in your life that, you know, you could have taken a different direction. You know, you got rejection letters. Tell us, tell us about your resilience there. Well, because I know this, you know, it lit me up. I know it'll light people up in how you turn things around for yourself and for others. All right. So I'm um... I'm going to keep it short. I want to get in depth on it. But um, okay. when I was in high school, I had to go to traditional public school. My parents can afford me to go to a specialized school for the blind and vision impaired. So I ended up going to regular public school. Uh, when I got into high school, 
you know, you be with your counselor your senior year and they want to map out your plan after graduation, what you plan on doing. And at that time, I wanted to go to college for computer science. And that was already in my mind. That's what I wanted to do. When I went to the office of my counselor, she said, what's your plans? I said, well, I plan to go to either Kent State or Akron University. And without any hesitation, she told me I was in college material. Mm. And that's all I heard when she said that. And I, my mind was already focused. I said, now I definitely got to go to college and I'm definitely got to graduate because I can't let this lady prove to me, tell me what I can't do when I know what I'm capable of doing myself. And so I ended up going to college, got two degrees. And my first job was working at the university. And I actually worked with some special, special ed kids from a local high school that was like on campus. And this is how guys work complete circle. When I go down to meet their counselor, it's the same counselor who told me I wasn't counseling material. Wow. Wow. So that that stuck with me. Sure. And even to this day, it's still like a carrot in my head that I use all the time. And you know what? And it can stick in all of our heads as we're listening to your story well, because I think it's, you know, the power of rejection is redirection. Like you knew in your heart of hearts what you wanted to do and you still did it. Right. And it's Correct. just, I think, a testament of resilience that we can share with everybody that if you know in your gut what you want to do, keep going, because there's always going to be people in our path that are going to try and deter us. Right. Right. right? Yeah. No, it's it's such a great story. And, it, and I think we can transcend into so many things that we do in our lives throughout the year as we go on and, you know, meet our goals and do different things. There's always going to be a rock or a pebble that's going to hook us up and, you know, come back to where you are, you know, from a um, confident perspective. So I think it's just such a, an amazing outlook. And again, you still give back. And you're and and tell me what your current job is because you have off today, which has allowed us to record. But yeah. you work, yeah, you work with people who are vision impaired, correct? No, I, I work with ju average. I work with juveniles at, at the juvenile court. You work at the juvenile court. Apologize. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, and I and so, I help at risk youth get themselves back together. Basically, the different circumstance than I was, but they're still at risk youth and need some of this guidance, and that's what I do as well. Yep. Um, yeah, it, it's so generous, um, Welby. So, you know, what can we share then with people who are listening today to take advantage of this untapped market? What would you, what would you want to encourage people to do? So, if you're if you're an HR professional, business owner, executive, I know one thing you can do. You can actually get my book and um uh, and go to the back. In the resource section and tap into your look your state's vocational rehabilitation service center or the blind or vision impaired service center through your state or u.s territory and then you partner with those organizations and what they're doing they give you pre-qualified pre-trained people are ready to work and they'll even teach you help you onboard them into your into your company and also they'll make you sure that you're ada guideline compliant as well that's tremendous. So not only they'll make sure you're ADA compliant, but they're going to send qualified candidates your way. Like what an amazing partnership you could, you know, and, and to help with the onboarding, like that's brilliant. Absolutely right. brilliant. They can help, you know, make that a smooth transition for organizations and business and business owners, small and large, right? Like I said, it's the employees, it's an employee market. 
which means the employers are looking for employees. So what an incredible resource it is that you're suggesting for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think one thing, especially right now, there's a lot of people not trying to work. So a lot of companies still got to help one of the signs up. So this is a great time to tap into this, this, this market of people who are ready to work. Just to give them a right. chance. Yep. Just give them a chance. I love that. How to give people a chance. Just, just work with other organizations. I love that so much. So talk to me about what your favorite piece of clothing or accessory is and how it makes you feel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you like that question. What a great smile. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I never had that question before. So I would have to say my favorite piece of clothing would be shoes. And and I always have You've to got have an A+. plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah tell me tell me more about that so i had to always have a nice pair of shoes because i don't drive so a lot of times i'm walking maybe to a bus stop or i walk to where i need to go so my feet always have to be comfortable right and so i buy a little more expensive shoes than i normally would buy probably just on the average person because i'm always looking for comfort so i like buying the best comfort shoes i can buy so i'll shoes and then also want them to look nice because if I'm walking all the time, the weather gets my shoes more damaged than the private average person who maybe hop, hop in out of a car. <laughs> <laughs> so shoes are important. I'm with you 100,000% right there. So yeah. important. Yep. Yep. Wearing the good ones. Um, so, Welby, if someone wanted to continue the conversation with you directly and learn more about you and all the great things you do for your community and just everybody by and large, um, where's the best place for them to find you? They can, they can go to my website and fill out a contact form. And my website is broadestbeersoul.com. So that's B-R-O-A-D-D-U-S-B-I-Z-S-O-L.com. And also I'm on LinkedIn as well. Oh, that great. Way. Wonderful. So what I'll do, um, well, is I'll make sure that we have you know, links in the show notes. So all that somebody has to do is tap that link and they'll find you directly. But um, I so appreciate your time and um, sharing your work with us today because what you do is so important and the resources that you provide and hopefully it provides a solution for someone very soon. Thank you. I hope so. I thank you for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. I found this conversation with Walby so refreshing. Why? Because it's something I didn't know. You know, I laugh at myself because every day is a school day and I love learning new things. What I didn't like so much is the fact that 70% of the vision impaired community is unemployed, regardless of the state of the economy. So I feel kind of lucky that I was able to bump into Welby and that we could share his information with the world to say, hey, is there a way I can support this community? So here are my top three takeaways of my time with Welby today. Number one, any job that requires computer use is a job for someone who is vision impaired. Number two, if you know what you want to do in life and someone tries to deny you of that, keep going. Rejection is redirection. Let's not forget his story of the high school guidance counselor who, t who told Welby, no, you're not college material, and look where he is today. He has his own consulting business. He has his own book, and he's giving back. What an incredible, beautiful story. And number three, give people a chance and work with organizations that you can support the well-being of others 
while supporting your own organization. Which leads me to the challenge of the week, my friends. Think about this. Is there a community like the Vision Impair community, for example, that you can support? So think about the passion that they would have in supporting your organization for just giving them a chance and helping them live their best lives. My friends, that's it for this week. I look forward to seeing you next week and kicking off this year with you. If you like this episode, feel free to share it with your friends or family, and I'll see you next time. And that's our show. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a few friends right now to inspire other people and help them improve the quality of their lives. Again, if you enjoyed this, please subscribe and rate and review this show and share with me the part that you enjoyed the most about this episode. We love to read the reviews. We come out with a new episode every Thursday morning and you don't want to miss it. Until next time, I want to remind you that you matter, you are not alone, and to stay inspired by what you heard today. Thank you. Thank you.